0: Welcome back, Insiders! Today we're diving into the Marvel Cinematic Universe with an insider's look at Marvel Studios' Eternals. We're counting down the hours until we can see this movie on the big screen and immerse ourselves in the story. Eternals follows a group of heroes who protected the Earth since the beginning. The story takes place around the world and across two time periods, one where they worked like a family and the other after the group went their own ways. With the prevailing threat of the Deviants, the Eternals need to put their differences aside and come together to save the humans they've lived amongst. Insiders, this is what we've been waiting for, the state of the world after Avengers Endgame. I've loved the MCU for so long, and I'm ready for this movie to pull out all the stops and to redefine what we thought we knew about the universe. I'm excited to see how the story is rooted in a dysfunctional family and then transports us to multiple stunning locations. It's going to raise the stakes, and I'm ready for it. Joining us first is Leah McHugh who plays Sprite. Sprite, who despite being thousands of years old, exists through time as a 12 year old girl. Leah, welcome. I'm so happy to be here. Thank you. (laughs) Before we take a deep dive into your character, let's start from the beginning. When did you hear that Marvel Studios was auditioning for Eternals?
1: It was, I think, around three years ago. Um, I got auditioned. I didn't even know what it was for. I (laughs) I I, I knew it was for Marvel. I had no idea if it was for a movie, a TV show, what it was. I remember I auditioned for it still having no idea what it was, and they gave me dummy sides, so they weren't actually from the movie. They were um, just a completely different character, and I think it said that she had, like, dark brown hair or something. And I remember going in, and I was like, I'm willing to dye my hair dark brown. And she was like, oh, don't worry. These are dummy sides. These aren't even the real thing. (laughs) Yeah.
0: (laughs) I'm always fascinated by that. Like, you go in for an audition, but obviously it's going to be amazing. And then here we are. That's got to be so cool. Um, What did you experience when you got the role? like What was that piece of it?
1: It was a very long process. I would have like, absolutely been devastated not know what to do if I didn't get this part. Um, I put so much effort into all the auditions and callbacks, and I did two separate screen tests. I barely remember it. I was so stressed out and nervous. Um, But I remember when I got the part, my mom woke me up. I think it was like nine in the morning, I was still sleeping. She, she had been told on the phone, she was crying. I thought something terrible had happened when she walked in. And um, I thought I was dreaming. It was so early in the morning. And then my dad came in and he started to cry. And I just, I, I didn't even believe it, honestly. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't think it was possible that I could go from just like a normal kid, like, you know, struggling actor to having this insane movie and experience all of a sudden completely changed my life. That's awesome. It's like one
0: of those pinch me moments. And then here we
1: are. We're talking to you
0: today about the movie. Let's talk about your character. So Sprite is one of the 10 Eternals. How would you describe her role in this big group of superheroes?
1: I think she um, is a very special character out of the 10 Eternals because she's the only one stuck in the body of a 12-year-old. And with that comes – it's a lot of layers of her emotions and her challenges to get through her life. You know. If you were a child forever, that would kind of (laughs) suck. She masks all of her emotions with a lot of um, sass and sort of like an old lady in a way to try and cope with it.
0: What about the different languages that we hear in the film? I hear that you're pretty, pretty talented in this department. Can you talk to us about that?
1: (laughs) Well, I remember I had to learn, well, my very first day of set, I spoke Spanish. They, I wasn't originally supposed to do that. So I come to set and they switched around the schedule and I hadn't learned it yet. And it was my first day and I was so nervous. I'm like, I'm gonna screw up this Spanish. It's gonna sound awful. Um, but the the man that I was talking to was fluent in Spanish and he helped me out a little bit with that. I spoke Babylonian, which was very interesting to learn. I had a dialect coach help me, but I, I did it. And they were all very impressed with me, but I was like, I'm not gonna screw this up. I'm on a Marvel set. I have to learn this, you know? I stayed home. My mom. And my a couple of her friends, they went to a Broadway show. And I didn't go. I'm like, Mom, I got to stay home. I got to learn this. I have to be perfect. And you've truly delivered. Wow,
0: what an intense but super fulfilling, I'm sure, journey. And yeah. then along this whole experience, you're surrounded by a family unit. And the Eternals themselves are a family. And thankfully, they're similar to us, just without powers. Um, but yes. how did you get to know all your cast members? And what did you do to form that family bond on set?
1: My favorite thing about working on set is the friendships you make and, you know, really the lifelong friendships. Because when you're with someone on a movie shoot like that, I was with them every day for six months straight, 10 plus hours a day, really getting to know them. I mean, you see them when they're tired, when, you know, they're cranky, how they cope with working like that, and you really get to know a person. Um, I mean, just being with them alone on set helped me really get to know them but we did a lot a lot offset too I mean we went to dinner all the time and the Canary Islands um, we all stayed in the same hotel so anytime we went you know out to lunch or went to the pool we're like who wants to come down and hang out I made a lot of lifelong friendships on this movie and that's probably my favorite part about it
0: that's so cool so you mentioned the Canary Islands though you guys are traveling all over the place that location though do you have a favorite
1: memory like anything you can tell us about that It was very sandy and very windy we actually this was pre-covid but we would wear masks because we couldn't breathe because it was just this orange sand all in your lungs we'd come home from work and there's like sand in our ears and like it was so gross but it was so much fun there was a scene where we're the wind they actually were blowing the sand in our faces and everyone had glasses on and they were like okay we need a volunteer to take off because we're looking at something. And they're like, we need a volunteer to take off your glasses to look at it. And everyone was like, I'm good. Nope, nope. Um, and I was like, I'll do it, I'll do it. And it was really funny. They were all like, good job, Leah Thank you for taking that burden.
0: Oh my gosh, that's hilarious. <laughs> okay, so actually speaking to that point of the practical locations and like all these cool experiences, that was very indicative of director Chloe Zhao. What was it like working with her? and having yeah just this choice of being in these practical locations how did that kind of enhance your experience of acting
1: i thought i mean being able to travel the world at, especially at my age was insane i thought we'd just be at a sound stage on a green screen you know just in the same place every day we went to some incredible locations i got to stay at some like beautiful places bring my family have these amazing experience, experiences that I'll never forget for the rest of my life. Chloe really brought the realism and the, the emotion into this movie um, with the locations and just with her understanding of the characters and really get, getting, to know what, getting to know us each individually and sort of connecting us to our characters in a way.
0: Do you have, would you say like a favorite location that you
1: guys went to? A favorite location? I mean, the, the Canary Islands was a lot of fun. I mean, it was November, and it was, and we were like swimming in the ocean and going to the pool. So it, it was, it was fun to go from like freezing cold London coats and sweaters to like wearing a bathing suit in the Canary Islands. It was like a little vacation in itself from like the movie while you we were still shooting. So it was kind of funny.
0: <laughs> so I hear that in the movie though, your characters are jumping location to location as well. Yes. Is there anything else you can tell us a little bit more about the story?
1: About the story. I think because of who the characters are and how they look, it's it's really interesting because Eternals are supposed to be from around the world, you know, from all these different locations. We're supposed to represent humanity. And so I think it's everyone was perfect for their part in the way they look and and their emotions and connections to the characters. Yeah.
0: That's awesome. And I've heard, too, that this explores the creation of the Marvel universe. So it sounds like we're going to be learning so many new things, like you said, from all different perspectives,
1: which is super cool. Were you a fan of Marvel movies before? Oh, yeah. I had seen all of them. Um, Like, my brothers, they support me and they love me, but they're like, okay, there's no way you're going to be, like, a superhero. Like, that just could never happen. (laughs) I mean, you're a little sister. There's no way. Um, So it, it was... Just the most insane thing when I went to Comic-Con, and I had I'd never been to Comic-Con. I didn't really know what it was. I had no idea that, like, half of the Avengers were going to be there. And <laughs> I it, – it's, like, unexplainable watching something your whole life and then suddenly
0: being a part of it. Um, did you have any other, like, favorite Disney movies growing up, too? It sounds like, obviously, you knew about the Marvel Cinematic Universe, but did
1: you kind of grow up as a Disney kid, too?
0: I loved all the live-action
1: movies. Um, I loved – especially Cinderella. I was very excited to meet Richard Madden. Love him. That was like, oh, so cool. That's awesome. I was obsessed with that movie. I had a birthday party um, and I wore a Cinderella dress, like a massive ball gown from Amazon. (laughs) And all my friends dressed up and it was like a Cinderella ball. I was 11. Yeah, that's an amazing like full circle moment though. like you grew up, you love that. And then now obviously you're in a movie with Richard Madden. That's Pretty, pretty darn cool. Oh yeah. I think I was most excited to meet him out of everyone, which is funny seeing how all the stars that are in this movie, but I was like, I met him at the screen testing for it. I was so nervous. Oh my gosh. I, I wanted him mm. to like me. Cause you know, I, I didn't want him to like not like me. So I was like trying my best. And he was talking to Chloe about something and I I made a funny comment. I can't tell you, cause it sort of spoils something from the movie. But he was like, oh, I like this girl, yeah. And at that moment, I was like, yes, he likes me. (laughs) That's so cool. Well,
0: Eternals, we are super, super excited for, to obviously see the film. But then also, you're the host of an Eternals AR experience. What was it like filming the experience?
1: Every single new, like, press thing that comes out for Eternals. I think it's so cool, like all the commercials that are happening. I just never really expected any of it. So when I found out I was gonna do that, I was like, oh my gosh, this is crazy. I'm gonna be like in someone's living room walking around. It was really, it was actually really difficult to shoot. It was like a big, it was like almost like a dance, like a choreography. I had to move my hands a certain way and walk a certain way. Um, it was a long day, but like the final product is in People
0: are loving it. It's so awesome. And it's really cool that we're welcoming you into our homes with the AR experience. But yes. then also, we're going to go check out the film in theaters. Thank you so much, Leah, for talking to of us today. Course.
1: Thank you so much.
0: Next to take us further into the Eternals universe is Dave Bashore from Marvel Studios. Welcome to the show, Dave.
2: Hi, nice to meet you, Lisa. Nice to be here.
0: We are so thrilled to have you here. So you've got a really, really cool job at Marvel. Can you talk to us about your role and what you do?
2: I am lucky to to be able to to work at the studio. I've been there, uh, it'll be 12 years, November 5th, um, which is pretty crazy to to think about. Um, I've been lucky enough to work on a, a ton of cool stuff. And, and some of the cool stuff I get to work on is, is sort of our immersive content uh, and, and leading our, our global parks and resorts uh, uh, creative for, for the studio so um, we opened Avengers campus just this last summer after working on that for a few years um, we are looking forward to some of the attractions we have coming next summer including another Avengers campus in Paris uh, a great uh, attraction that's going to star uh, the Guardians in, in Florida at Epcot and then uh, uh, more to come in the future but yeah I, I get to work on all of our immersive immersive content whether it be parks and resorts related um, developing that with the amazing WDI and R&D teams over at Imagineering uh, and then all also sort of all of our XR, VR, AR, uh, anything with a, a letter in front of it and then following with an R content uh, as it relates to the studio. <laughs> we've got a really exciting uh, experience for Eternals. Uh, this is something we've been working on for the last couple years and, and features uh, talent from the film um, and is a, a really exciting foray into what I think technology can, can do to uh, immerse people in our, our stories and our characters uh, even further.
0: Super, super cool. So I want to circle back though, 12 years, really, really cool stuff that you're yeah. doing. Do you have like a favorite, one of your favorite experiences or any highlights throughout that time that I know there's a lot of secrecy surrounding a lot of what you do. Like you just mentioned all the exciting things that are coming out, but anything yeah. that now is out in the world that you can remember and kind of share that you were so excited to put out into the world.
2: I mean, there's a there's been a lot of great memories in, in 12 years. Um, you know, the first time coming to, to, to the studio um, when our studios actually used to be in Manhattan Beach, driving on onto the lot and then walking in the front door and there's a Marvel Studios sign. And I was like, man, mm-hmm. this, is, this is a pretty, pretty surreal moment as a kid who who used to race his bike home to make sure he caught X-Men at three thirty in the afternoon, uh, <laughs> riding, awesome. riding three miles, uh, uh, sometimes in the rain like it is in L.A. today because I grew up in, in Washington. Uh, and so, yeah, really, really surreal again. Um, you know, like that's a great memory just, just thinking about that. And then, and then, you know, there, there's been a bunch, you know, um, you know, just watching the, the MCU become what it is, um, over that timeline, how people have fallen in love with it, um, being at comic cons and, and, and being able to be a part of some of those experiences with, with working on things for, 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 uh, those types of moments, uh, and how the films, Uh, just you know you see how excited people get how excited they are to to be a part of it to to cosplay to whatever so um, yeah I mean I've gotten a chance to I've done a bunch of different jobs I used to work on home entertainment you know now I work on parks and resorts the the coolest thing is is just the what Marvel does I think any memory that I have is is just it was always born of some ability to bring an idea to life, um, and I think that's what's so fun about being able to work at Marvel and at the studio is there's there's a billion talented people uh, on every side of how things get made at the studio, and everyone's got an idea, and everyone gets to throw their throw their ideas into the ring, which is which is the coolest part. So. I think all all of those those things and, and the memories made around you know when someone has a good idea and, and everyone in the studio is like oh that's so cool let's do that you know and just the energy. Um, looking forward to getting getting back to the office and forming some more of those those memories. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, you know especially Infinity War and Endgame was a special one. Uh, you know mm-hmm. uh, going to those premieres and and uh, and just the. And not so much the premiere even, but going, I went and saw in game, uh, in the theater by myself on purpose when, uh, my beloved ArcLight light will hopefully be back soon when I, when, mm. when the movie was coming out and, and just the fans reactions, just the fans sort of like absolutely screaming, you know, that, that's one of my all time mm-hmm. time favorite memories. Um, but but there's lots.
0: I think it's super cool, though, to hear your story because it's like you're a part of the storytelling now. Now that you're contributing all these ideas and you're bringing new, really cool experiences to the parks and with this AR experience for Eternals, like it's just super, super cool to hear that within 12 years, you know? Like, what a journey.
2: No, I mean, and all sort of born of, of, by chance, you know, it was a sort of random, random opportunity. It, it, it actually wasn't something that I was like, you would you would think it's the opposite that I was actively working really hard to to work at Marvel. I was just sort of working in the industry in various ways um, after going to film school and then grad school, and and it just kind of popped up and and was uh, was a once in a lifetime time thing that came along.
0: I think that's like the beauty of your story, though, is like from a fan to not even knowing you know where it could go, like all that fandom and that excitement. And you're bringing that to the world to get people even more excited about these films. So I wanna get to how you are a storyteller with the Eternals AR experience. This Eternals AR experience has leveled up the game of getting people excited about going to see the movie so talk to us. How does this even come about?
2: Yeah, it was it was really interesting, and in in that it was a, a partnership with the Technology Innovation Group uh, here at Disney Studios, uh, a really cool cool amazingly talented group of people uh, led by Jamie Voris, and and we're partnering directly with with Mark Monet, who is a longtime Disney uh, uh, Imagineer, and and Daniel Baker, who is also an Imagineer, uh, uh, Dane Coffey and others, a lot of people that came from uh, the storytelling side of Imagineering now at the studio from a technology perspective, came to us and said, hey, we have this opportunity to do uh, uh, something in AR, uh, a mixed reality, and we really want to do something with Marvel. And so we started looking at what was coming and, and what the opportunities were. And And the timelines and where things fell and and Eternals was a unique one in that there's a very specific character in that film played by Liam McHugh uh, the name of Sprite and she is the world's greatest and first storyteller Um, Mm -hmm. if you don't know about much about the Eternals uh, uh, definitely go see them in theaters and uh, and find out more but the idea was in doing this experience we have a character that's tailor-made for this type of, of storytelling and experience which is uh, Sprite's character being the the best storyteller and taught all of humanity how to tell stories. It was sort of this great idea of, hey, let's let's do something unique. Let's do something different because. You know, I've seen a lot of of AR, you know, it's becoming more ubiquitous, I think, uh, uh, not just in in the industry and and being experimental, but also, you know, just um, in terms of our everyday life. I think we're going to see more and more of it as the technology advances was how can we do something that people haven't done before, a first to market sort of. Experience right, and so that was really the the uh, the the auspice of, of how it came to life was we had a great character we had a we had a film we knew was was coming out and we could tie the two together in a really specific way um, and then it really got into the technicalities of how can we tell that story and. You know, just like uh, just like filmmaking or, or telling a story in any medium. Right. You you want to make sure you tailor it to the medium that you're, you're doing it in. Right. You you shoot things in IMAX for IMAX. You you shoot photos on a studio for promotions for very specific reasons. It's tailor made uh, for those those mediums. And this one was great. We have access to volumetric capture. We have access to all of the assets from the film. We're partnering with with ILMX Lab visual effects team because they were on on the film uh, as a a visual effects partner. Also, we had the support of the filmmakers, which was great. Uh, We worked Mm. directly with Nate Moore, the producer of the film, uh, someone, a longtime colleague of mine from the studio, and has produced some of the uh, most awesome films we've made, Um, uh, uh, all the way down to our composer. Uh, We worked with one of the writers on the film, who I've worked with on on other projects, Patrick Burley. Um, We worked with with Steph Ceretti, uh, uh, a visual effects uh, producer on the film, and and his team. really great uh, uh, opportunity to just yeah again tell this story from a very authentic way Um, and and so that was just sort of how it kicked off it was it was great though because having all of that support meant we didn't have to do everything from the ground up so it allowed Mm -hmm. us to really be experimental um, with how far we could push the envelope with this with this new AR story experience
0: what a journey I mean I would say though for me It's clear, right, as a fan that I'm experiencing it now, it's the perfect complementary piece to push me to want to go see the movie. Like, I experience it and I'm like, I want to go learn more about The Eternals. But how do you determine the beginning? You know, because I know that Marvel Studios, you know, you have to keep things very sensitive, very close to the vest. How do you structure it so you know that, again, it's the perfect complementary piece to tee up the story for fans to go see this movie?
2: Yeah, I mean, I, I think there's there's a bunch of great, uh, well, I don't know if they're great answers, but they're my answers. But I, I think they're great <laughs> answers to the, some of those questions as it relates to not just, say, this experience, but I think this new storytelling medium, which is, you know, like I said before, you want to tailor it to that. So, you know, like any campaign, you have a tr- teaser trailer, you have a poster, you have a film clip that goes out, you do press, you do PR. Um, the way we saw this was, well, these are new characters. Um, They have a very unique backstory. They have a very unique um, history in and to themselves as as well was there's only so much of that that you can explain in a marketing campaign. Right. Um, And we saw this as as a threefold thing we get to leverage a bunch of the new things that apple are doing with the apple app clip um which is a really cool code that they've now released i think they released last year actually but we're the first ones to really leverage in a big way and then also our marketing team so we have an exclusive poster that's going to be given away at theaters uh, across the country as part of this promotion um and you can you can get that poster and then on it is this special App clip. So again, just to your question, it's it's all of these opportunities to get people in to learn more about the Eternals immediately, and then to give them that deep dive, right? Because it's one of the things we talk about all, all the time, especially when we're working on on theme park stuff. Is you've got your You've got your waiters, you've got your swimmers, and your divers. And that's an imagineering mm-hmm. term for you know, there's people that want to, they want to just, they're interested in the film and they want to check out the film. Then there's the people that want to go a little bit deeper, right? They're interested in the film, they want to find out more, they want to experience more about the characters uh, and, and learn more and and, and and go into that. And then you've got the divers, right? Which is obvious, which is the people that really want to get in there, right? They're really hardcore fans that want to know as much as they can, experience as much as they can. They're really into the merch, they're really into the, the whole thing. And, and this experience, touches on all of those right so we've got a really lightweight uh version of the uh, of the experience that you can do with this apple app clip you don't have to download anything uh you just scan the the app clip and it pops right up and gives you kind of a jumping off point it's all voiced by leah um into this uh teaser for what this ar experience can be and then if you want to go deeper you you can go deeper right um and and so uh, uh just going back to your question of 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 all of those opportunities—it's—it's it's sort of what I think will be hopefully the future of some of these these larger opportunities to do just that, which is bring people in, give them cool social shareables, give them give them cool things to do with their friends. We we all know how popular TikTok and Instagram and, and social is in that mm-hmm. in that way. Um, you know, we did not to change something. We did another uh, experience where for Falcon Winter Soldier, where people could uh, uh, hold up a digital version of the shield and take a photo of themselves and and share it so on social well. media. If you unlocked all of the, uh, the, there's a little mini game, and if you unlocked all of the shields, then you could do it with any of the, I think, 20 plus shields we've seen in the films uh, so far, um, which was a, which was a first, which was cool. But again, just that experience, and then going back to Eternals is, is those opportunities, um, I think, are just going to grow, and we wanted to take advantage, advantage of, of every one of them.
0: There's so much there, right? And it just totally yeah. aligns with the experience in and of itself, because as I was experiencing it, each step of the way, you're just unlocking you're discovering new things and it really is it's so entertaining and so cool and it brings you into the story in a way that I, yeah i haven't experienced before so that's what's super cool about it and we did we got to talk to leah earlier and yep. i imagine that was so cool working with her but again like making her a part of the experience like she's in my home you know what i mean like that's what's so yeah. cool about the experience it delivers on that i would ask though um with everything that you guys created in this experience, do you have a favorite part of it or a favorite thing that you want fans to look out for? Or just something that you will always kind of take away from this experience?
2: I would just say we're a scrappy team, um, and and that's and that's fun, right? Because there's there's a few less rules um, in, in that way because a lot of this hasn't been done before. I think I think the big takeaway for for us as a team and what we hope people um, uh, are garner from doing the experience is. We wanted to do something first to market. It's a 10 minute long uh, experience where you get to meet every single Eternal from the film in a very specific story scene from the film recreated in in AR VR. Um, And so for us, I, I guess that's what we hope people take away is, is that. They're really excited by it. They find it interesting. Um, they get to learn more about the characters. They get to explore this technology. Um, you know, I think it's great. I mean, look. The other thing is, is with with sprite, she's she's ten thousand years old, but she's she's <laughs> you know thirteen, right? And so and so, Leah was awesome in working with Leah when we brought this to her. She was really excited in a way that you know, she's, she's at part of that core demo that we, we want people to start jumping into this space, right? I think, you know, um, you know, I'm, I'm definitely, ex- I've been excited about this space for years and years. Um, but I think what we're hope- hopefully, hopefully uh, getting people to, to take away from it. And, and what we have taken away from it is that, there's more of this coming we want to use it as a platform to expand the storytelling uh that we can do with our with our actors and, and with our actresses um anybody that we get to work with um and that the fans get to get to jump into these things in a, in a whole new way i mean having having access to uh, uh, someone's mobile phone that sounds odd when i say it like that but um i should say having access to the to Uh, all of our our fans uh, and and others around the world that have a mobile device, it's a hugely untapped storytelling uh, opportunity. And so I think that's what we're taking away from it and we hope other people start to take away from it is, wow, this is really cool. We wanna do cool things in this space and we want people to do them and push the medium and and, and, and explore that stuff.
0: I think you truly push the medium and I'm really excited for what else you guys are gonna bring forth because it's super, super cool what we've seen for Eternals with this AR experience. And so... Now, Dave Bashore. we've been talking about the MCU, but we'd love to hear about your overall Disney fandom. Are you ready to take on the Insider 5 with us?
2: I am. I'm ready. Let's do it.
0: Here's the first question. What is your earliest memory of being a Disney movie fan?
2: Ooh, that's a good one. Let's see. I'm just a movie nerd. I'm just a story nerd. I always have been, so I watched everything and anything from Cinderella to whatever, but the ones that probably stuck with me, Snow White, of course, Fantasia, uh, Beauty and the Beast and and Jungle Book, the the original uh, Jungle Book, those, those three. And I, I don't, I don't, I hate doing favorites, so I'm gonna rank them all equally.
0: Fair choice there. And you know what? Like you've been expanding storytelling for the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Let's expand the options for the answer right there. So I like what you did there. You gave Perfect. us three options. <laughs> okay. Next up, you're invited to a Disney themed costume party. Who or what do you dress as?
2: Now that Lucas. Us, Marvel, and others are in the fold. That's it's a much broader question, but if it's if it's sorry, Pixar, obviously. I would probably, do I have to make the costume myself? Or am I, what is the rule here? Is it sort of just- I Let your pick, imagination
0: like, I can, wander. If you want something that you just have a fairy godmother, like you mentioned Cinderella, you have a fairy godmother that makes you when it's ready to go.
2: They can hire our, our costuming team on one of our films to make me something <laughs>
0: Exactly. Up. That would be Perfect. amazing, but yes.
2: <laughs> okay, I'll answer that two ways. One, if I could have someone build any costume for me, I would come as Professor Xavier with my floating, or uh, non-floating, cool wheelchair. Uh, um, (laughs) He fits my brand a a little bit. Uh, Well, since this is a podcast, people can't see, but I have to shave my head every two days, so uh, I fit right into the Professor Xavier uh, uh, sort of uh, rule of characters. And then if I had to make it myself, I would come as probably Buzz Lightyear.
0: Ooh, nice. He's one of my favorites. Oh, that's awesome. Really cool? Okay, next yep. up, it's Disney karaoke night. What song do you sing?
2: Um, I'm not much for karaoke. I'm more of a film score guy. <laughs> but if I had to sing karaoke, it would probably be "The Bare Necessities" from, from, from Jungle Book. That's a
0: great one. Love that choice. Yeah. Okay, we. It's a-, a good
2: one. That one was that one stuck. Yeah.
0: Bare necessities. That's classic. Classic right there. Yeah. Okay. We have an alt though, just cause you said though, that karaoke isn't exactly your thing. We have a backup just in case this came up.
2: Okay. The alt okay.
0: option is if you could have any power from the MCU, which would it be?
2: I'm going to go with, I'm going to go with Wolverine. I'm going to go with, with regeneration, but I also want the claws.
0: <laughs> I mean the claws. What would he be without the claws? Oh, I remember that even growing up as a kid, like. I'm going with
2: regeneration because then you can still, you can do anything regeneration yeah there's so many good options i mean flying is cool johnny storm is awesome i loved him as a kid so there's a lot of good ones but i'm going with i'm going with regeneration it's kind of boring when you really think about it regeneration but like but
0: wolverine though it's wolverine yeah
2: exactly
0: love wolverine i love wolverine i think it's great (laughs) okay we're bringing it back with the next question if you could only ride one ride all day at a disney park which would it be?
2: Indiana Jones.
0: Oh, no hesitation there. No hesitation. No,
2: all time favorite, all time favorite, right?
0: Awesome. I love some Indiana Jones, so that is awesome. And finally, to close this out, this is the last question of the Insider 5. Which Disney okay. character has the best life advice and what is it?
2: The one I have off the top of my head is is, is weirdly, I don't know if it's advice, um, and it's a little maybe morbid, <laughs> but it's it's Tony Stark from from Endgame after they've won and beaten Thanos, and uh, and he, the video messages playing back that he recorded for his daughter and for Happy mm. and for and for Pepper, and it's sort of just part of the beginning is the end, and I think as long as you keep that in the forefront of your mind that nothing lasts forever. And what are you going to do sort of, you know, with the time that you have, whatever that is, uh, you know, part of the journey is the end. And so you, as long as you get to the end and, and the journey was worth it, I guess, is the way I would rephrase it if we don't want to make it so dark.
0: I, I don't see any darkness in there, Dave, I saw a lot of light in that. That's actually a really, really powerful overall takeaway from the film. And you know what? Very, very moving choice so I just want to say thank you so much for taking on the Insider 5 with us for talking to us about your role your fandom from being a kid and then of course the Eternals AR experience just totally pushing the envelope for storytelling and getting people excited to go see the film so thank you so much Dave Bishore, for your time today
2: thank you for having me this was super fun
0: that's our show see Marvel Studios Eternals in theaters this Friday November 5th and for more information about the Eternals AR experience visit DisneyMovieInsiders.com or our app so you don't miss any upcoming episodes. Subscribe and follow Disney Movie Insiders Presents, and while you're there, we'd love if you gave us a rating and review. And lastly, visit DisneyMovieInsiders.com or our app and enter bonus code SPRITE. The code expires November 16th, 2021 at 11.59pm Pacific Time. Membership is required. Limit one redemption per account. Visit DisneyMovieInsiders.com for terms and conditions. We'll catch you next time, insiders, with more Disney movie magic.